It's going. Hell yeah. <laughs> Live intro music. Oh god, it worked. It's loud. Hello. It is a loud track. Hello, welcome. Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast live for the second week on Twitch. Uh, I'm Brian. I'm Lizzie. And uh, yeah, that's the first time we've been able to do the intro track live. And uh, it feels good. Like I imagine like if we were ever to do like a live show, it's like that's how it would hit. And we just like and walk out. And we'd have to yeah, and be like, yeah, what's up? And then we're like. Well, we had this conversation last week, too. Like, why the fuck are there live podcasts yeah. <laughs> as we run a podcast Yeah, that we're live streaming? Like, some of them can work, and some of them, like, lend themselves to live shows. Or some of them are just live shows, and they're like, we recorded it and put it out as a podcast. For us, it's like, I don't know what we would do, but, like, I could imagine us, like, playing that song, walking out from backstage. It's like, hey, what's up? Welcome to the podcast. Anyway... Fuck it. Anyway, here's the depressing news of <laughs> the like, day. Yeah, and it's like, oh, cool. Like, we are 10 seconds into the episode, and everyone's like, man, fuck this podcast. <laughs> but, like, you bought a ticket to the show, so in a way, that's your fault, not ours. Yeah, you you did that cognitively to yourself. It doesn't matter if you're our friends. You did that. You made that choice. You made that choice. Thank you for coming to our show. We have your it's, money. Listen, it's similar to going to see your friend's sh- shitty band. It that is. shouldn't even be playing the shittiest dive bar in all of Chicago or wherever the fuck you live. But you go because they're your friends. I would argue it is exactly like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think that if we did a live show, it would be like in a corner of a bar <laughs> or something. Like, and they just like gave us whatever. We brought all of our own equipment. And it's like, I don't know, guys, like do whatever you want. Sell some beer. It's like, OK, cool. <laughs> like. Here's a Good sponsor. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for this place for giving us a corner to set up our amps in. Um, welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast. And uh, we're back on Twitch. So this is being recorded live on Twitch, which Twitch, which, which is the Twitch, which sure. flying on a broom as the Twitch, which or okay. it's right. a it's a piece of meat. Between two pieces of bread. I don't like that. Live streamed on the internet. It's a Twitch witch. All right. Well, that's our episode. <laughs> so quarantine's been doing Brian <laughs> real well. Uh, now I just have the ability to say it out loud to another person that isn't my girlfriend or my roommate. <laughs> like I have the how, ability to just like. How many times have you told them Ginny Tins in the last four weeks? Oof, every time I make one. And how often is that? <laughs> Oftener than you uh, think. Oh, hmm. oftener All than right. you think. Um, All right. Yes. So uh, we bought after last week, uh, I decided that we needed emo social club TV. So we now own that and I feel great about it. And I love typing it out and putting it in all of our promotional material. Well, you know what also was really cool. I was designing, um, I think a cool graphic, but my dad disagrees otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> And I started putting only on emosocialclub.tv mm-hmm. because certain <laughs> content that we're uh, thinking about, mm-hmm. you can only get here. 
which is cool. It's like, it's like advertising for TV, like normal yeah. TV. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, there we go. It's cool. It's hip, yeah. maybe. It's, it makes it, people be like, ooh, what is it? It's hip in the moment right now. <laughs> Hopefully it stays hip after this too. I mean, I think it will with the trend. I mean, there are jobs that are hiring right now at, um, at a lot of tech companies are, mm-hmm. and that are doing event streaming. And it's like full-time, like not temporary, legit yeah. positions for God knows how long. Because <laughs> I also was talking um, with some other friends about this. And when it comes to the time that we all crawl out of the quarantine hole, mm-hmm. There's going to be equal amounts of us where like, give me the fuck out of my house <laughs> yep. and get me to wherever the fuck it is that's in public. Mm-hmm. And then there's going to be another half of people who are like, no, I can't leave because people could still be infected. And, you know, the still the scare and the worry of getting it. So you're still going to want to have the streaming aspect. And plus, when, if you are a company or like, you know, a band artist or, you know, a radio station or somewhere that uses a lot of online, like different con- like ways of streaming or have like shows mm-hmm. and sponsor them. It's a really cheap way to do streaming. I was actually um, researching because I'm working on another project about all this live streaming shit that's going on. And this radio station out in Philadelphia, they're like one of the first radio stations to do sponsored Instagram streaming sessions. And they've even named it like Instajam. Hmm. And they also do sponsored Q and A's. And to think that they're kind of like one of the first, as far as I have found to be doing that. And mm-hmm. I think KQX here in Chicago is also doing the same. They're starting to slowly build it up where they're doing these sponsored live streams and then they have their DJs like co-hosting it. Basically mm. it's really cool and innovative. And again, once we get out of this fucking super mess black hole and everything, <laughs> I love, music. I know I'm just, I know I love that one song from twilight. It's great. Um, um <laughs> keep talking. <laughs> Please add on more but to that besides just twilight. It's, it's a cheaper, away and you're going to be catering to those people who are still going to be inside especially mm-hmm. if you have a demographic who's maybe a little bit older therefore a little bit more susceptible um to like the coronavirus if they haven't already gotten it or if there's not a vaccine at that time but then you're also going to be able to still have outdoor shows yeah. and do what you usually do in public but you still have like a fallback so it's literally the thing of why not both and you're still cutting costs. Well, why not both? <laughs> why not both? Listen. Porque no los dos. Um, <laughs> yes. So, uh, yeah, we bought that as part of our interest in becoming more professional-ish, I guess. As professional as we can be. Like, we're still uh, developing what this can be. Um, I was thinking today that we should you know trying to make these graphic designs and all this and like put up like nice stuff it's like yeah we're on twitch and we look so cool and it's like yeah but if we had a graphic designer who could actually like do some of this stuff like man that'd be even better so uh i may also be reaching out soon to uh people who are graphic design inclined graphic graphic inclined no this this line disinclined um all right declined uh, to design some stuff for us for Twitch, for, uh, for streaming purposes and all that. Um, so yeah, if you are, or, you know, someone who are, uh, reach out, DM us. I'm, I'm willing to 
to work out a budget with you. <laughs> I don't know what it is right now, but I'm willing to. It's something. Uh, Please, I can only I only know so much in design. <laughs> I don't know any in design. I am not a designer by any means. I was so. uh, straight up pulling in the last time I used InDesign was like in undergrad when I was at Elmhurst College all of, for one, all of one semester in 2014. <laughs> and I was digging real deep there to mm-hmm. try to remember how InDesign works. <laughs> yeah. So we need the help. Um, We are going to be streaming every week at 730 Central Time every Wednesday um, for at least the remainder of April. Um, That is as far as the stay at home order for Chicago has been set for. So it's hard to really plan after that. I'm pretty confident that it will be extended past that. Um, As far as like my job, they're not saying a date we come back yet. They're just like... It's until further notice and people at different parts, different places in the country may come back at different times. So for me, it's just TBD when I go back to the actual office and work. Um, so rather than say we're going to do it into May through the summer and all that, like your your work situation might change. Um, so for right now, we know we can do it Wednesdays through April. We may extend that um, past that as well uh, next week. We are setting up a special guest and a special thing, special stuff. Uh, Lizzie, why don't you tell us what we're going to have next week? Yeah. So originally we were going to have um, Alex from Bad Planning, a local band here in Chicago, talk about 913 Fest, which was going to be going on um, out in the Western Burbs, which was a bunch of really cool um like Midwest pop punk and emo bands and like a very, like a, it's literally an 80 max capacity room <laughs> underneath a recording studio in an alley in downtown Nico, like very, very small. And they were going to have this festival, um, next, like the next two weeks. Um, uh, but obviously that got canceled. So we found that we could still have him on and, but be doing a little bit, something different. So we're going to have him come on and do like an acoustic set and, we're still playing around with the idea of um, kind of having that as something cons- as consistent as it could be for us with having some people on or, um, you know, live streaming what we could. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people have been doing a lot of live stream, like mini music festivals, you know, trying to find different ways, see if it works, if people like it. <laughs> see um, if people come. <laughs> you know, please come. I mean, you're at home. I don't know what the fuck you're doing anyway. So you can drink at home. I don't care. <laughs> We can meet you if you heckle. I don't fucking I'd rather, come through. Tell tell us what you want. <laughs> if because, you're gonna drink, I'd rather you do it in the house. Yes, in the house. <laughs> yeah, so I uh I think that'll be really good to have like a bit of music with our event because that's not something that we've done as a like live or on Twitch. Like I think it'd be really cool for us to do that in general and um yeah, I like the idea of us having just an artist on performing their own music and uh, promoting themselves, promoting us, but also like maybe in the future we are a sponsor of a festival or we are, uh, you know, helping put some more artists out there like that. So uh, we're going to do it and I hope it works. And that's on me and that's on my end to make sure that everything. Uh, <laughs> I really believe runs. in you, Brian. Uh, I am a little nervous, but I know it's going to work out just fine. And it'll be cool. I think it'll be really cool. Um, 
yeah so that'll be next week uh whatever that date is whatever the fucking it's the um, whatever month that is 11 15 15 yeah 15th sure let's see yes the 15th yes also uh wednesday is generally in the middle of the week so uh if you've forgotten what day it is <laughs> uh today is wednesday and it will be seven individual nights and days from this particular night and or middle of the day depending on where you live and where you're listening <laughs> to this from so actually this th- that's when our stream is happening so next Wednesday, but the pod will come out on Monday. So if you're listening to this podcast on the day it is released, then it will be two individual nights and mornings from the time of release of this podcast. The second, uh, the third night that you are listening to this as, as the sun in the sky begins to set, turn your attention to the internet and, uh, we'll have a performance. I didn't know you're such a poet, Brian. I, am concerned that that's the only way I can explain it where people will understand it now. <laughs> like, All right. Whereas like days don't matter anymore. And like time is just a construct and it's like, well now what? So I'm like, yes, this will be specific. Turn your, turn your gaze towards the East. And as you see the sun rising, right? It rises from the East, sets in the West. I don't yeah. Know. yeah, that's right. No, that's right. That's how time zones work. Lizzie, my job is scheduling. <laughs> I should know this. <laughs> Yeah, that's on you, my guy. My I know. I just need to tell people what's going on in the news. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't even know where the fuck the sun sets or comes up at. All right. I mean, I guess not, because you're usually in the studio after it's already up. Yeah, uh, it's still coming up at that time. Exactly. Um. Yes. So Wednesday, that that the Wednesday, that day, the following the Wednesday, as of this Wednesday, um, will be online. Uh. Is there anything else? Oh, so we asked everybody on our Instagram uh, whether or not Twitch was the best place for you as well. And I, to be to be fair, to be totally, uh, uh, you know, transparent, f- transparent with you, uh, no one really responded. <laughs> <laughs> but um, there was some interest in us doing this on Instagram, uh, which obviously I have no issue with the problem of doing anything on Instagram is that Instagram is on your phone. And so all of this nice streaming stuff that I'm using right now and processing through my computer, uh, will not just upload to my phone in the same way. It just doesn't work that way. Um, so I've messed around with it a little bit and I think we could try to do something on Instagram, um, either in the same capacity as this or in some other capacity. So, uh, keep an eye on our Instagram and respond to our fucking polls because we need your inputs. Yeah. Uh, kind of rude that you're not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're at email social club on Instagram and, uh, yeah, go there, DM us, comment, like comment, subscribe <laughs> on everything. Um, we could also do this on YouTube as well. Um, we have more followers on both of those channels, but, uh, it's just about finding like where our audience is, where our audience will watch us. Um, so potentially Instagram, potentially YouTube, we might just fucking find something that can stream to all three at the same time. Like who knows? Um, we will be in touch with you most likely on our Instagram about that. So, uh, uh, follow us on Instagram. God damn it. Please. I need you. We're all dying. Please be a part of this with us. Sips water. <laughs> Sips tea. Um, oh, let us 
get into the sad news to make everybody just start tuning out of our podcast <laughs> and our yeah. like I'm I'm generally trying during this time like it feels very important to me personally to be conscious of both mine and everyone else's mental health and mental state like we are literally trapped inside in front of our computers constantly so all that we're going to see is going to be whatever's on the internet which traditionally is very positive and it works out for everybody nothing on the internet is offensive or upsetting to any single person right okay. so I am aware that with a platform of any sort, like we should be putting out some good mental health states, good mental health feelings, just just spreading the positivity more so than that, because I don't fucking want to see any more bad news. But I went on Facebook today to pass along this particular information that we were going to be streaming and just demolished my well-being for a little bit <laughs> like I was on there for like maybe 10 minutes like I made a couple of posts I scrolled a little bit see what was going on and uh yeah just no I hated it like I I can't do it oh hey what's up we got some more friends coming in what's uh up? it's the boy oh I can't never pronounce your actual name for your your thing but I'm not gonna do it I don't want to also don't, I hate saying people's real names on stream but, oh. hey, but hey, what's up, dude? What's up? <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, mental health and how uh, the internet makes me cry. Um, I'm scrolling through Facebook, and obviously the biggest news for a bunch of uh, white sad liberals in Chicago today was the uh, decision for Bernie Sanders to drop out of the presidential well, race. Well, I don't, I don't know if it's white sad liberal boys because those boys <laughs> want Biden in the office. Oh, Interesting. <laughs> you, you've My off, Facebook is filled with it. <laughs> you've been off Twitter long enough to not see the uh, uh, other discourse. Um, yeah, I, when I, it comes to it. Yeah, I have no interest in being on Twitter right now. Yeah, no, it's a complete hot mess. It's, yeah. You see the discourse and the discourse has been very radical, which is fine. I mean, I consider myself more radical in a lot of aspects. It, but now it's leaning towards um, the radicalization of I'm not going to vote for literally anybody. And I'm like, no, you should at least vote if you're going to go vote. And if you're really you know, going to be, you know, very in that stance that you want to be in, mm -hmm. um, then you should at least vote for your locals mm -hmm. which you do still during um, the when you go to vote, actually, for like the big the big one. Yeah, <laughs> the big one, the big one. Um, um so that's the one thing. And then also just people saying, no, I'm not going to vote. And then, you know, I mean, I myself posted my own thing because as somebody who has been a Bernie supporter since he started running, like during his original, right. When he ran, tried to run against Trump and Clinton, mm. um, you know, it sucks to see that, you know, people still don't want this and it <laughs> has taken a lot of people way too long to come around to what Bernie was looking at because it was too radical for a lot of people, even, you know, four or so years ago. Yeah. And now I think if we had more of that mobilization back then, I think it could have been way stronger now, but because there was also a lot of people who were, you know, for Warren, for example, or for Yang, they just went over to Biden or they said, screw it, I'm not going to vote because I don't vibe with the Bernie basically, you know, it's yeah. very, it's like that shows what your privilege is as a human. Mm -hmm. And it shows that, you know, just even having Medicare for all 
because you have your own insurance or because you are under your parents' insurance or because you pay out your ass for insurance, whatever the fuck it is, that shows what your privilege is right there. And Mm -hmm. you're basically giving a huge middle finger to everyone who doesn't have that opportunity and possibility. And that's just one way to look at it. There's so many other things and recourses that have come out from this. And there's a lot of people who are much more extreme than I am. (laughs) Yeah. So I've seen a lot of different perspectives (laughs) on my Twitter. Yeah. You've probably seen those posts. And I've also just talked with people who are way more extreme, Mm -hmm. which, you know, that's great. I'm glad that you are extreme. Again, I'm pretty (laughs) radical, but I don't want to get up there. (laughs) Um, Just as myself as a person. Yeah. I want people to be less passionate on the internet and more passionate in like, the actual physical mobilization of getting people to vote for somebody like I am. I'm a fan of Bernie Sanders. I'm a fan of Bernie Sanders message. I'm a fan of the people who came up after 2016 and, you know, the elections in 2018 where a lot of new representatives were elected who believed in Bernie Sanders and then, and then came out in support of Bernie Sanders in this run. Like I'm a fan of all those people. I'm a fan of the message and the movement, but it still feels like there is a this is the metaphor I used earlier today and you can check me on it if the metaphor doesn't make sense okay. but I, th- I think it's pretty apt um, when Game of Thrones was airing the last two seasons and people started to get really pissed off because it wasn't going the way they wanted it to go and people yeah. were like upset at how it was playing out and how the story was 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 going and they were just like it ends and they were uh so pissed about it that like they're like there's nothing we can do this is over this sucks uh uh we 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 hate it now and we're not going to be a part of game of thrones anymore right that's not how politics works politics doesn't end uh when your candidate loses and you don't put all of your uh support behind one candidate and then just throw your hands up and say no nah, never mind they lost uh, it is a constant battle to get what you believe and what you want to happen in your local community, in your city, in your state, in your uh, in your country, like whatever it is, like you have to be involved in the the entire time. And it feels to me that everybody who's bitching on the Internet right now is like also bitching like they did about Game of Thrones. It's like this is not the end of a series that you loved. And then it disappointed you. This is the end of one person's political campaign. And now there is somebody else who will be the nominee and you can have an impact on how they, uh, how they run, how they lead, how they govern and how they can win. Uh, and I think the people need to start thinking about how they are going to get what they want out of the candidates that they have. Now, that could be either one, but obviously uh, we are not going to expect much out of Donald right. Trump anymore. Yeah. Um, but also like it is extremely short sighted to believe that like they are they are equal in any capacity. Uh, uh, Trump and, and Biden like they are not even they are not equal. And this was the uh, the technique that Donald Trump's uh, uh, uh Party, yeah, well, party, and like his just election committee, like they pushed the narrative that like Hillary Clinton was just as bad as Donald Trump. Not that Donald Trump was good. Not that Donald Trump would do different things. Not that Donald Trump would be of a benefit to the country. Just yeah, but it's not like Hillary Clinton's any better. And that narrative can be pushed on 
Joe Biden as well. Like, well, it's not like he's great. Uh, I've seen a lot of people commenting about uh, both of them have credible sexual harassment, sexual assault. uh, uh, Accusations. Accusations. Yeah. And I am not by any means downplaying any of those. But it is unbelievable that you would equate one to the other. Like, it's just it's just not the same. Uh, I don't know how Joe Biden will will perform when it comes to, like, listening to constituents who were pro Bernie or come from different areas around the country who were not like a main voter for him. But I certainly believe that, like, you can't just throw your hands up and say, nah, fuck it. I don't care about politics anymore. The guy like didn't win. So therefore, it doesn't matter. And I I worry that's going to be the same thing that happened in 2016. Um, yeah. And I, I just really need people to realize like it's, it, it is much bigger than just one candidate. It's much bigger than just one person. Bernie Sanders was not going to get elected and then save us all. It was still going to be a challenge for him to get there and do the things. But if we all believe in the things that we believe in, we can still get those, but you have to show up to get it. Uh, yeah. So I want to. I want to add more to that, but let's say hi to Sad Girl Club. Hello, Carrie. Yes. I'm sorry that you can't hear us. I hope your Twitch ends up working. Soon. Yeah, Carrie was having trouble last week too, and I feel bad. Oh, no. uh, I don't know if there's anything I can do on my end, but I tried to uh, I tried to fix some things this week for you. But yeah, I don't know. I'm assuming everybody else can hear us because Binusper, which I can now pronounce, I'm so happy uh, for you. responded to what I was saying. So I'm assuming someone can hear us. It's not, it's not nobody because that's always my fear. It's just like, is anyone We're listening talking to me? No one. <laughs> yeah. Um, Binusper says, I agree. Once the person they support drops out, people tend to also drop out. Uh, they don't realize or don't care about the weight of their vote afterwards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's the thing is um, a lot of people, especially, for example, we saw that happen with a lot of Warren people. Mm-hmm. While I talked to a lot of people who are big into Warren, but they also said, well, if she drops out, I will vote for Bernie because that is who is closest then. Mm-hmm. But when she did drop out, a lot of her supporters just said, I'm either going to Biden or I'm just not going to do anything. Yeah. And that was... I feel like that was the whole telltale sign that that was kind of the recourse that we were all going to hit. Yeah. Uh, if Bernie didn't stick it out or if he didn't drop out or whatever would have happened, because I feel if you were even a Biden supporter, if Biden had dropped out or peels it over I, at this point, I don't know if he's still alive. I don't know. And <laughs> I think he's you know, streaming too. I think he's got some, uh, some live streams going. He's got some weird live streams. I heard that it was like yeah. real rough, like that he was like, I'm like, God damn it. If all it takes is just like one person to help you stream, like I'll do it. I don't give a fuck. Like I'll help you do it. Like I'll get oh you there. God. Like I don't, I wanted the other candidate, but like, God damn it, man. Like you're our, you're our last hope. My thing is, I think the only way uh, Biden is going to sway anybody who was either Warren or Bernie, really, who didn't go from Warren to, Bern- to Biden, obviously, mm-hmm. um, would be if they picked somebody like that as their VP. Yeah. Now, how realistic is that? I'm not entirely sure. He I said it's going to be a woman. He said at the last uh, debate, at least the last debate I watched, I don't know if there's been any yeah, more. I'm trying to stay that, away from it. That but, was the only thing that he said was, yeah. I wanted to be a woman. And then people ripped Bernie for not saying that. He said, <laughs> I want to pick someone who's who uh, has the credentials. Which, yeah, I love that Is it not wrong? I would he, love to have somebody who knew what the fuck was going on. Absolutely. No, Biden goes... 
the 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 person interviewing was like, just to be clear, like, does that mean like the person you would pick as your VP will be a woman? And he goes, yes. And Bernie Sanders is over on the side. He's like, well, fuck yeah, me too. What the fuck, dude? Like, he took it from me. It was like this moment where it's just like I saw like the energy like Bernie Sanders was putting out. I was like, you stole my answer, dude. Uh, it, was, it was so funny to me. Just like, of course he's gonna do the same thing. Like, I never thought that like Bernie Sanders wasn't gonna pick a woman. Uh, right. More than likely, or, a woman or of a color. person of color or something. But he's yeah, not exactly. Kamala Harris. So. Oh God, not Kamala Harris. Yeah, no. Um, or as uh, my editor called her. Uh, oh no, I'm sorry. I'm thinking about Amy Klombacher, aka Amy Kombucha. Oh, Klobuchar. <laughs> Kombucha. I like Kombacher too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't matter. She's also she's, gone. She she's also gone. terrible. But I think that's the uh, the hopeful alternative is that this is why we think a lot of people are saying that Warren didn't really endorse anybody was because there's talks that she may be a VP running mate for Biden. Uh, yeah, but again, that was we're not sure. So I think that's, that would be the only way you'd bring a lot of the younger voters or the OG Bernie people back because a lot of people in the Bernie camp, I had do realize to a certain extent, if this is the next best in line, mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna go with it because me being a Bernie uh, voter first and foremost, if I was like, well, if Bernie doesn't make it, but Warren makes it, yeah, I will vote for her because she's the closest to my ideals yes. and closest to the Bernie ideals. Even yes. though it's not Bernie, it's discount Bernie. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I went to the discount. dollar store instead. I oh, my desk down. I'm tall. Uh, I think, and I, I've heard this from multiple people whom I listen to on podcasts and stuff, is that like. The person who would be our best president of the group was probably Elizabeth Warren to be like completely fair from, from where I stand is like, I think Elizabeth Warren would have been the best actual president. Um, I do believe that Bernie Sanders would have moved us closer to where we want to be than Elizabeth Warren would. But I think that at this time, like having Elizabeth Warren as president would have probably been the best thing. Um, not a lot of people agreed with that. <laughs> so that is what it is. Um, I hope that she runs again in uh, the next election. If it's not a democratic president this time, right. If we make it to that time, we got, <laughs> we have four years for us to rebuild everything that's burned down. And I mean that and then metaphorically. Burn it back down. <laughs> yeah. And, and then burn, burn it back, back down. down straight down. And fuck yeah. I do mean that as a metaphor, not as a reality. Like we're obviously not supposed I mean, to go listen, outside. People- Don't burn things down. <laughs> Don't do, I'm not endorsing you to do it nor saying to do it, but if you do it, don't get caught. Please don't get caught. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I think that we have the opportunity now to push for a more progressive. I do think that Biden is much more progressive than things could have been even 10 years ago. Uh, but certainly we need. Uh, we need him to keep pushing more progressively. We need, uh, we can see right now that like no one has the ability to go to work and earn a paycheck and earn their health care at a time when there is a medical emergency, medical crisis in our country, a pandemic, a pandemic. <laughs> like my first thought was like directly when this was happening is like, well, then we should elect the only guy who wants to give everybody health care. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what are you? Like, what, that's our only here? answer here, but nobody yeah. seems to be taking it up. I don't get it. I'm like, nah, man. Like, we can do this shit. Like, it's stupid. Um, we need to. We need to pass something that will protect 
everybody. And if you don't think that Joe Biden will do something like that, then I, I frankly, I think you're wrong. Like, I can understand that you might not like Joe Biden on some of his policies, but certainly he's going to be like, we need to protect all of our citizens with some sort of health care uh, uh, package, some some sort of thing to provide health care and insurance to a majority, if not all Americans. Like, it's not everything we want, but it's still in the right direction as opposed to like, let governors figure it out because we don't fucking know. We're just keeping all of our own shit for ourselves, as is what's happening in, in the federal government now. So um, I push back at this narrative that like people should not vote for Joe Biden because of certain things. It's like, I get where you're coming from and I want more, but I will I will take less and I will ask constantly. I will be a squeaky wheel constantly asking for more and pushing other people to ask for more over as much time as necessary, probably forever. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Probably forever. We're constantly squeaky wheeling our, our elected officials. Again, like we said last week, always getting people's faces about things. Bruh, if, I will. Especially if you're able to. Yeah. And if you are able to get in the people's faces for the people who are not able to. Don't be a that's jerk. That's your privilege. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's my privilege talking. I'm using my privilege of all of this streaming equipment. <laughs> he is. That is my privilege I'm using. So, Brian, what of um, what kind of music or podcast or whatever have you been listening to this week or in general? So, I have been <laughs> I've been kind of off the podcast game. I've got a lot of stuff building up, but I've been kind of doing that a little bit on purpose because I mostly listen to political podcasts and I just can't right now. I just can't. Um, That's fair. I usually do um, just like a, a little check-in on, on the pandemic every day. Just like see what's going on. If there's any new news, um, as most people probably know, I was, well, no one knows. Nobody pays attention to me on the internet. <laughs> um, that's not sad. It's just, I got to work harder. Um, I was supposed to go to Japan in March, uh, which I did not because of uh, Japan potentially was going to close down. Didn't. They're now on a state of emergency, but didn't. Um, so I keep I keep attention in like those sort of things, um, which just podcasts don't speak to me in that same news way. Like I need more kind of quote unquote up to date news and also just like snippets so that I can go, oh, cool. That's interesting. Let me go zone the fuck out now. Um, so podcasts I'm behind on, but, uh, I've listened to, well, a new song by the 1975, which is really chill. Is that I'm the like, one with, uh, Phoebe Bridgers? Yeah. Yeah. I've heard uh, a lot of very mixed reviews about them. Most so of them bad. It's just, it's a, 1975 is releasing their 22 song album in like, one single every like few weeks or so. And a few of the songs they've released have not been like too high energy. Um, I think they were kind of expecting, you know, to have it like built up to their tour and now they might be changing up their, their method of their release. So they, uh, they put out this like kind of folky acoustic ballady song and I mean, I don't know if that's what everybody wants right now. I think it's a good song, but it's certainly like a folk song. Like it has like one chord progression. Um, It's hard to tell what it's about. It also, to be fair, 
this may be where a lot of the critique comes from is that it starts out with the line, I'm in love with Jesus Christ. And like Maddie being an avowed atheist is like, Oh, okay. It's one of those, like those songs, but like maybe not everybody knows that. Like maybe they're just like going into it and they're like, is this song literally like religious? But like, no, it, it's not. It's not. It's, it's like not. when um, there was a bunch of chaos going on that people on Twitter didn't know that Flyleaf was a Christian rock band. Oh, you are fools. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are fools. They were heavily Christian. Yes. Uh, a lot of people were posting like, I didn't know Oliver Homie was about Jesus. And I'm like, I literally just don't know where a lot of people were. Or still, um, still where they are. It is very apparent. They, yeah. they were very vocal about it too. Like that was at the time with like Under Oath and Devil Wears Prada. Like everybody Skillet. was like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> they were like wearing that like Christian that Christian hardcore thing like on their sleeves and like that that's who we are. And they're playing Cornerstone and shit. It's like, yeah, yeah, you know, like you just know. Um, you know, I'm you know who your Christian rock bands are. Yeah. Luckily, most of them have stepped away from that, which, you know, it's not the defining characteristic. It's just part part of of it. Yeah. Part of the the growth of the band and part of the overall time of the band. Um, 1975 is not Christian. Uh, (laughs) Maddie Healy uh, is not Christian. Uh, Honestly, when I saw the song title, the song title is Jesus Christ 2005, God Bless America, which I think is a great song title oh yeah 100 was like i was so sure i'm like this is gonna sound like a a brand new track or something like i just thought god jesus christ 2005 god bless america like this is gonna be an emo track or a hardcore track or something like it's gonna be like something that no one's gonna be ready for anyway because it's the 1975 right and then it comes down it's just this like folky ballady song um there are definitely there's some commentary in there about uh I don't know what the commentary is. It's just really hard to tell. Like it's not about any one thing, but there's a couple lines in there about uh, same sex relationships or same sex attraction um, uh, from both Phoebe Bridges part and from Maddie's part. But I don't really know where that's going. I don't know why it's there. I don't know what it's trying to say. It's just sort of like the, the normal 1975, like I'm just writing lyrics and it's very like, stream of consciousness and, and all this stuff. Uh, but I, I like it. I mean, it's just, it's just a little folky acoustic ballad thing. When I listen to the record later and like have 22 songs ahead of me, it might be the one I skip. Oh God. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know, but, uh, we'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out when 22 songs come out, which like, God, oh, just Jesus put it out Christ. now. What are you doing? Just um, cut it up. Just cut it up. It's fine. You have two okay. whole albums then. Just leave it. It's oh, fine. Yeah. I love the 1975. Um, so that uh, also uh, Enter Shikari has put out four singles from their new record. Uh, and God, they fucking hit like Enter Shikari's new record is going to be fucking great. Uh, they I'm going to have to look up all the song titles, but they put out one called The King. That is just like a really I don't, I don't even know how to like describe how it is but it's like it's like a little like uh, enter shikari is very like edm based anyway but it's kind of this like funky like drum and bass feel and then it just like has like this like big like horn backed chorus and like uh i don't know what to say about it uh the the album's called nothing is true and everything is something 
Nothing is true is the, basically the name of the album. Um, so you can go check out the King, the dreamers hotel. Uh, what they put out today, they put out a new song literally today. I can't remember what the name of it is. The great unknown. Um, and a song called Tina, <laughs> which oh, I believe okay. is, uh, it, it stands for, there is no alternative. And I think that's a reference this is all to very big pandemic vibes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Uh, I think that it's a reference about climate change because they're very uh, outspoken about climate change. But yeah, it it fucking bangs. And they're always just releasing like EDM mosh pit bangers uh, with like punk ethos. I, I, I definitely missed out on Enter Shikari 100%. Honestly, like, I that didn't was too. just not something I ever vibed with. I was like, oh, okay. They, they started dance Gavin Dance, which is unpopular. I know. Oh, Dance Gavin Dance is so good. But like I, I could never vibe. I tried so hard. I tried so hard. Trust me. And I just could not. Uh, Sorry to everybody else. What kind of what bands uh do our watchers, listeners, audience people, what's a, what's an unpopular opinion of a band or artist that you just don't vibe with that people yeah. like just shit on you for? Uh, I would love to know. And also, I'll probably like the band because I'm a very you. I'm a strong naysayer on a lot of shit. Like, here's what I'll say. Here's my argument for Dance Gavin Dance. I want you to give it a shot. But like some of their newer records, like skip the Johnny Craig ones because well, duh, obviously, OK, you could listen to the first Johnny Craig one, which is pretty good. But it's also like their first like experience writing music. Uh, Will Swan, the guitarist, just like noodles the whole time, but they somehow put songs together. Um, and John Mess is the other singer, and he just screams about like, like I think he's literally just like trying to find the weirdest thing he can say at all times. Uh, because if you look at the lyrics, they are just nonsense. Like he just okay. puts word together, puts words together. <laughs> I like you are doing. Yeah, like I am do all of times. Oh, uh, so on their later records with their newer singer, Tillian, uh, a, he's an incredible singer. So like his songwriting, his singing over it is really good. Uh, and then John mess is just, yeah, fucking around in the background, but there's like all these like heavy parts. There's all these, like just the way it moves through the music. It's just like chaos, but it's also not to be taken super seriously. Like it's supposed to be like, as many people as possible performing at the top of their ability and just fucking around. Like we're talented. We've been a band for fucking 12 years. So we're going to do whatever the fuck we want. So go into it, that mindset. Like it's not like anybody's trying to figure anything out. It's like, we are doing this as the full distillation of who we as a group are. And if you like it, great, but we're just fucking around. (laughs) So I, I spread it to you that way. I do think that they are one of those bands that like guys in bands really like, like guys who like music and like playing music really like a band like that. Maybe not a lot of other people who are there is like, I want to listen to music and just enjoy it. <laughs> I don't know. You know, those bands that are like, Oh, this is a band that bands like, and this is a band that fans like, and the right. bands that fans like usually make it. And the bands that bands like are the ones that broke up really quick. <laughs> Or they're so like a little bit obscure because you're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. There's definitely that like line that a lot of bands, uh, a lot of bands walk and it's like, you need to kind of, if you want to have a long career, you got to move over to the bands that fans like can't be in that. We're going to write 
noodly shit all the time and hope that people tune in. Like, sorry, nobody cares. <laughs> Guitarists love it. Put that on like a, a BuzzFeed article. Like, Guitarists love it. They 11 bands. Guitarists love it. <laughs> Don't I give do. them free ideas. Yeah, I do legitimately love uh, Dance Gavin Dance. Like, they been to see been to see him a few times the pits go off it's a good time uh and shikari too get into lizzie get into ender shikari <laughs> i just got into after listening to a wnyc um podcast mm-hmm. i got into amanda shires i have no idea so it was an interview with her and her husband, Jason Isbell, which is somebody that I've uh, heard of Jason Isbell, my old radio station played all the time. And I was like, who the fuck is this person? I have no <laughs> idea who he is. I still don't really know who he is. And they play, they interviewed both of them in an interview, but they played a lot of her music. Mm. And I was like, Oh, I really vibe with this. But they kind of de- defined her as country, which I'm not a big country person at all. But mm. they're also like, oh, like Americana. And I'm like, okay, I could kind of fuck with that. So <laughs> I listened to like her her most recent two albums and her most recent single that she put out. I was like, oh, this is good. Because <laughs> it's like singer, songwriter, Americana. And like you can hear like some of the twang in the country, which I was like, mm, I don't, I don't like. But it was actually pretty good hmm. i find myself venturing out a little bit more into like um i guess the alt folk somewhat country like bloodshot records type thing just okay. because um at my old rock radio station that's a lot of the music that they ended up kind of playing somewhat recently um and i just knew about some of them in general just because i like to follow a lot of like the local labels and what they're doing so that's something that I've been kind of vibing with, but also I've just been still into like the same podcast just because I still have to walk to work once I get off the train. Yeah. So it kills a good, you know, 30 <laughs> minutes or so and then an hour and a half before I have to leave <laughs> to work. So, yeah, I think that's why I haven't been listening to podcasts either. Cause I'm not commuting. It's yeah, a really I mean, short commute from my of- bedroom to my studio. <laughs> There's been a lot of research out about how podcasts and music listening have gone down since the quarantine mm-hmm. because a lot of us are listening to it on our way, you know, commuting yeah. to and from where the fuck we're going. And I think it's interesting too, because I also opened up my Spotify and I never seen this thing called the daily drive before. It, I yeah. guess it came out I did some research. It came out in like June, but I never gotten it on my phone until the last week. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, what is this? So I listened to it because it starts off at the top with, um, I get like NPR based um, news. I guess it kind of decides whatever you listen to. So yeah. if somebody who's like super Trump, like is not going to get NPR news. <laughs> they will get a different. Could you imagine? <laughs> what is this shit? <laughs> they they call up Spotify and they're like, um, I need to speak to a manager, but there is no manager because it's an email or have, go on Twitter. And Again, Karen, <laughs> stop trying to call everybody. That is not the way to get what you want get off the phone karen but uh that's how my spotify works and then it just kind of rotates through like your most recent like your most played songs so it's and i'm not entirely sure how the algorithm works because i've been kind of like actively using it for two days mm-hmm. and the first night i used it i only got through half of it so i missed half of the news updates and then half of the playlist so then this morning I got up and I started from the second half that I left off 
And then the playlist started to change, but it still had old, the old songs that were originally integrated into it. And then when I used it later on in the afternoon on a walk, I put it on and they had a completely new, like updated top half of like, hmm. today is April 8th, blah, blah, blah. This is what happened. And then it's somewhat different songs too, but some of the same ones are in there mixed in. Okay. So I, I kind of want to play around with it more to see what exactly is going on with it because... It, that's another huge way to kind of integrate away from, you know, traditional terrestrial radio and even streaming because this is what you want to hear and listen to because mm-hmm. it's what you like, but also it's <laughs> going to force you to also listen to either different music or newer music because otherwise you're going to hear the same shit over and over and over. So you can't kind of just rely on that playlist, you know, day in and day out. Yeah. I I'm looking up mine right now and I have this problem. So I use our emo social club, uh, Spotify as my main Spotify. Um, cause it was just easier to like build up like playlists and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, so already like the algorithms kind of messed up for me because we put together all these playlists, you know, you've, you've put together your stuff and I've never listened or heard of or understand most of the words you use and all the bands you put on there. <laughs> Um, I don't know. It's just my age. Um, but so, so this, sorry, I have to, I have to give a little bit of a preamble to the story. My birthday was a super soft birthday and I'm going to talk real low and deep into the microphone for this one. It was a super soft birthday party where everything was just comfortable and sensitive. And we watched mean girls and we, played certain songs that would be more appropriate for a super soft birthday party. So we ended up that playing. Was real, that was some real ASMR shit right there. Thank you. Guy. Thank you. It was sensitive. It was soft. Um, <laughs> but I put on a like two thousands and then like a nineties, like pop playlist. But like, so I'm going to read, I'm going to read off the songs at the top of my, <laughs> daily drive <laughs> for right. today um rich girl by gwen stefani <laughs> that's a but it's a bop don't you by the pussycat dolls all right boom boom pow by black eyed peas uh and that's at least all from that playlist but then as you go down it's like well all 1975 uh churches band camino bring me the horizon obviously uh some joji some paramore some nothing nowhere yeah, so then it gets good. Also, Purity Ring. Uh, I started listening to them a little bit more recently. Uh, I used to listen to them all the time, and now I'm just like, oh, I'm going to get back into Purity Ring. And yeah, Purity Ring is great. Like, I, I know I've heard that band, and people praise it, but I never listened to it. Yeah. So I, yeah, it is all bangers. Those it are is all bangers, bangers in yeah. general. Look, I'm not mad that the songs are on there, but I cannot say with any like <laughs> with any that confidence you would that you actually like, listen to those out of any other context. And uh, okay, so let's say I can look back at this morning and I can say, how did I wake up this morning? And if I woke up this morning by getting out of bed, getting my work computer, sitting down, listening to the news, telling you, hey, uh, just this is all the news you need to know. This is what's happening today. It had like Chicago Tribune and then like Spotify letting you know what day of the week it is. And then immediately it goes into <laughs> Rich Girl by Gwen Stefani. <laughs> I'd be like, it gets I, you hyped up. I'd be like, today is not a day for me 
to be awake. I'm going to go back to bed. I'll try again on Thursday. <laughs> That's exactly what I would have done this morning. So I, I don't know. For me personally, while it may be a banger, everything in its time, everything in its place, this morning would not have been the time or the place for me to be woken up to don't you by the pussycat dolls. Like, I feel like you just need to feel yourself more is really what I'm getting from this conversation. You know, that may not be wrong. I've been trying to, uh, I've been trying to feel myself an appropriate amount while I'm here alone. <laughs> That's not what I mean. That's not what I mean. I your girlfriend's so happy about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nope. Uh, <laughs> no one is happy about it. Um, I will try to, get a little bit more outside of my shell while I am literally around nobody else. <laughs> Cause who the fuck cares? I will dance in my bathroom to Gwen Stefani <laughs> if I have to. I mean, do it pop off queen, <laughs> but I'm not going to tell anybody about it after I do it. <laughs> I'm not going to come back next week and go, uh, you guys, I tried it and, uh, <laughs> it was great. Like I probably, I honestly, like I, I'm going to, not talk about it and probably won't do it. Big <laughs> uh, energy. Uh, I hate it. Um, what gets you popping off in the morning then if you're poppy? Um, I mean, I just turn it on and then whatever comes on, comes on. But like, I usually, what are you getting? I mean, what am I getting here? Yeah, I'll pop are you up. getting like 90s, 2000s pop? Like, no, because I don't listen to that all the time. Well, listen to it one time it'll come up forever (laughs) so (laughs) but then lady gaga would be in here she's not and it's very sad Uh, that's rude right um so i have up first from npr wednesday april 8th and then it goes king of witchful thinking newfound glory holding on to you from 21 pilots pup kids um oh it just changed never mind um so now we have Backyard by Hot Mulligan, Hum Hallelujah by Fall Out Boy, which is on yesterday. That's a good song. Paralyzed by the Use, Lazy Eye by Silverstone Pickups, which was That's also a, on yesterday. Also a good song. Another update. Uh, Party Poison, My Chemical Romance, Pop Morbid Stuff, All Time Low, yeah. Jay-Z Ray. What the fuck am I doing wrong? <laughs> like, I I am, only, here's I the am, thing that I do that I found out a lot of people don't like, which is weird to me. Um, I only listen to albums in full. I never really make playlists otherwise. I only listen to albums straight through. I don't jump around. I don't like to do that. Okay. So a lot of the things I listen to, I put on one whole album. I listen to it through. And if it repeats, it repeats if I'm feeling it. Or if I listen to the same albums, like I'm always going to be listening to the same fucking Fall Out Boy discography for the rest of my goddamn life. Well, At least can- one to three times a week. So that's always going to be in there. You can cut a bunch of records out of that discography, at least. Listen. They only have four albums, Lizzie. No. (laughs) They only have four records. I need you to shut the fuck up because you're wrong. Every time. You're wrong. Okay, I'll give you credit that, like, I do listen to a lot of playlists. So I'm hitting, like, a bunch of different artists. And so maybe, like, Spotify is not sure. But also I listen to, like, maybe five artists on repeat. So, like... I'll put on 21 Pilots, I'll put on 1975, I'll put on Joji, I'll put on Paramore, I'll put on Pale Waves, and I'll put on Nothing Nowhere, and that's it. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Like, these are, like, I'm looking through and it's like, I literally listed off all of the artists that are in that playlist for me, except for like the random one offs from playlists. So 
I might be doing something wrong with Spotify. Where I mean, it also depends <laughs> if you. I mean, maybe if you go out and you like look for different music too. I don't know. Again, I have no idea how it works. But I also listen to like some other newer bands. I mean, I only listen to more of a stuff by Pup like in a more like larger context. I mean, I listened to it when the album first came out mm -hmm. because it hit, but I was like, oh, I'm kind of vibing with this. So I listened to it maybe like like the full album through maybe like three times in one day just because I was driving and I don't like to have my phone in my hand when I drive because I'm very Good. scared to drive. Good. And you thank shouldn't you. do it anyway. Yeah, thank um, you. I'm just a very scared person when I'm driving. That's fine. And so I just let it run through because it's a short album and a lot yeah. of my errands I had to run were a little longer. And it just pops up in there multiple times now. So it could even just be that. I or it could be, you know, I could probably go listen to like a bunch of other underground artists and listen yeah. to their album maybe once and they'd be like, oh my God, it's different. Let's throw it You in. must love that. I have no idea. You must love what? this record. You listen to it once. <laughs> Literally. It's like, oh, you think it hits? Let's go. Yeah. So you listen I, to the whole album. <laughs> you must like it a decent amount to get through it once. Yeah. What a weird, I don't, I don't get the algorithm. Um, I'll also add one more artist in that because I've been listening to them the last couple days. Uh, Victorian Halls, which I mean, so Victorian Halls is, uh, you know, Jordan from Taking Back Emo. Yes. <laughs> that was his old band. Um, oh, cute. Jordan, who uh, he was in Taking Back Emo with me, but also like just been a friend forever, which is why he joined Taking Back Emo. Because I was like, dude, be in this band with players. me. He's They're also cute. a phenomenal musician and a phenomenal bassist. Um, and he played like this record that like I just never really like I we opened it for them like way back in the day uh my old band and then just never really listened to them they were fun live but like whatever um so he played a couple songs off and he's like yeah this is like the old band for uh for uh, Sanchez and me when we were driving back from a show once and uh I was like holy fuck this song is so good and then I just ended up listening to it like over and over and over again and like the last couple of days I'm just like yeah I want to hear that song I want to hear this album and it's really good I, I, I think they were, I don't know. It was like a little bit ahead of its time, but also like at the time it sounded like everything else. Uh, so it kind of blended in with everything. It else. kind of blended in. And then now it's like, well, this kind of stands out now in the bigger picture of all this, but it also like fits in with a lot more. I don't know. It's, it's like really interesting to listen to it now and go like, Oh, I actually really fucking like this. Uh, the band is not doing anything anymore. They were assigned to victory records and, Victory Records did the Victory Records to them. Yeah. I feel uh, like most people know the context of Victory Records. I don't know if we have to really go into I know. I should also add Carlos, who uh, helped us uh, do our first initial episodes of this podcast and kind of get it started. He actually started that band. <laughs> he. Uh, oh, my God, really? Yeah. So he, um, he played keyboard and wrote a bunch of songs with uh, the singer. And then Jordan joined after the record was done. So then they started going on tour, but uh, he quit after the first album cycle. And was just like, you know what? I'm moving on to something else. So, That's yeah. Fair. Uh, so whenever I sound like really bitter about what it's like being in a band, um, it's because of Carlos and all of the experiences about Victorian Halls. Oh, my God. Like he busted his ass to make that band like get signed, like get anywhere, get any amount of popularity. Um, he won them a contest to get the record or uh, like a few songs or an EP or something reviewed by Perry Farrell, 
like Holy just to shit. have it as a like a thing on the back of the record. That's like, insane. Yeah, he busted his ass to like get, to win that contest and then get that that little backsplash thing. So uh, that's why he hates. It isn't hate the band. He just hates doing all the work for being in a band because it sucks. It's a lot of work. Yeah. It's a lot of work and you get nothing. Uh, maybe, maybe you get something, but most people get nothing and you yeah, do it because you, it works. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he was in it. He founded it. He started it with, uh, with the singer and, uh, yeah. So we have a lot of ties to them, but they're no longer a band. So they probably will not be appearing for an interview on this podcast. <laughs> Tragic. Could interview Carlos about it. <laughs> He'd be like, and another thing. Um, yeah, that's that's mostly what I've been listening to. I would I would recommend. Um, I'm going to say the word wrong. The album is called Hyperalgesia, and the song is called Dissolution. Uh, it's a good. It's a good record. It's a good album. It's okay. good. Uh, okay. Good song. It I sounds. Listen to it. It not sounds right, now, but later. Uh, right not on the stream. It no, sounds right a lot like uh, Starlight by Muse, but not in a way where like it's Sir? not worth listening to it. Like mm-hmm. it sounds, I like I like it so much. And I listened to Starlight by Muse the other day, and then I listened to it, and I was like, yeah, they're similar, but like there's enough different there that like it works. And also, okay, we're gonna talk close to the mic again. And also. Oh, no. You can like a song and write a song very similar to it that is taking some of the pieces of it and making your own art out of it. That is how all art exists. That is how art is created. That is art. So fucking relax. If something sounds too much like something else and you don't like it, that's okay. I understand that for you. But somebody else can like it and enjoy it, and that's okay. I'm off my soapbox now. All right. That I was, um, I feel like I got more passionate about that than I did about Bernie Sanders dropping out of the race. I think you, you really did. I just, I, I am shocked. Honestly, I am more upset at people's, uh, complaints about music than about politics because I'm like, I mean, at this point, it's probably healthier to be as such. Probably. Yeah. Especially on the internet. I have, oh, yeah. uh, just stay off the internet with your fucking bad takes. I hate it. So how do we how do we feel about the new all time low album? Wake up sunshine. I have a feeling you're going to tell me how we feel about it. I think it's great. <laughs> to be a hundred percent honest, I think um, so. I'm somebody who I have only really listened up and really enjoyed up to nothing personal of their discography and everything else. I really can take or leave, and I'm not going to go out of my way to really fucking listen to it. Otherwise. But they came with Wake Up Sunshine because their single that they came out with was really good. And I was like, all right. And it's actually, it's a very solid album. It's so solid. And a lot of people also were just on Twitter saying, this is probably like such a great all-time low album compared to Nothing Personal. It's in that same vein with like the nostalgia and like the themes. Mm-hmm. And I, I really thoroughly enjoy it. It is a longer album. I think it's like, over 10 songs. I think. <laughs> was it, 1975 is putting out a 22 song record. Yeah. Like, we're, it, we're, we're not there. Yeah. Over 15 songs. Okay. Yeah. It's a little and over, but like that's also, reasonable. They also have cameos with black bear, uh, the mm-hmm. band Camino too mm-hmm. in this. And I just think it's solid. It just, every song flows a little bit electro in it, 
but not too much. Mm-hmm. Still like they get the catchy riffs, you know, it's like you have old all time low from nothing personal. And I personally like that probably an unpopular opinion for most other people outside of this genre. Um, but for a band that has been along for, around for so long and so, so heavily popular, I think it's bringing back a lot of the older fans, like the nostalgic listening fans who don't maybe listen to a lot of their like stuff outside of like, maybe they go to an emo night once in a blue moon now. That's, that's I think me. it really vibes with them. <laughs> I you only listen to it. All the fucking time. Yeah, but I only listen to all time low at emo nights. <laughs> I don't listen to it Shut on my up. own. Um, I just never, I never could get into all time low. Just didn't. I think that was like one of the bands that like right when I was like getting just too old for it. And it's like, eh, I don't care for this. I do like weightless a lot. Uh, that's usually the one that I play at emo nights. Cause everybody plays dear Maria and I'm like, nah, I'm going to play weightless. Cause it's a, I want to hear coffee song. shop soundtrack and I want to kill someone to it. Okay. I, okay. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> we need to have a separate conversation about that. We'll come back to what you I just, just said. I mean, like being in like a pit and being like, we're going to kill someone here. Man, I want to hear this song. And then I want to go on like a murder rampage. Well, that's like um, when I was talking with my friends when I was before I saw MCR in December, I was like, I'm going to die because someone's going to kill me. But then I'm going to kill them because they killed me because it's in a mutual respect. That's the vibe I'm going for. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I straight up don't get that. But like, you know, I think it's a, I think it's a, a generational divide thing here Brian. <laughs> so, the generational <laughs> divide is liking all-time low and coming back from the dead to kill the person who killed you that's it like i'm just too old to like enact revenge from beyond the grave <laughs> Maybe. And, and enjoy all-time low past nothing personal <laughs> yeah <laughs> and pre nothing personal uh <laughs> god damn it lizzie oh, uh it's, i'm too it's old fine. uh so it's yeah okay, you're only like seven years yeah i'm 48 years old (laughs) um i'm 25 okay just you know shut up about it i'm eight years older than you yeah fuck oh fuck that's more than i thought i can't do math fuck well you learn that when you get older how to do math (laughs) oh really i'm still waiting me too so (laughs) okay sick awesome Uh, I will say that I have not listened to all time lows new record. Although I have seen a lot of people that I know on Instagram who are big fans of all time low, very much enjoying it. So that is probably an unhelpful opinion. (laughs) Hey, uh, you know me, other people think it's hype. So other people who would get hype no matter what they put out were hype. There you go. (laughs) I also really like milk belly's latest album. I think it's called pith P I T H. Yeah. And it's so Milk Belly is a local Chicago band here. And when I listen to it, I feel it gives, you know, it sounds very corny, but it literally makes me feel like I am placed in a mid 90s, late 90s high school setting, like pure like riot girl era but it's all grunge okay and it's and i feel like i'm daria and that's all i ever want in life (laughs) but like as somebody who was not in high school in the 90s (laughs) to be fair i was only in middle school in the 90s oh that's i Uh, was a baby 
I got to high school in 99. No, it wouldn't have been 99. It would have been 2000. Yeah, I started high school in 2000. So I didn't go to I didn't go to high school in the 90s either. Okay, but I'm saying it, it gives you that vibe of what you traditionally would have thought that it would have been if you don't like it'd be like I should have been alive during this time because of this. Fair. That's the vibe it gives you. Yeah. And it's just the songs are great. They flow into each other. And it's just that pure OG grunge mm-hmm. that if Nirvana was like dirtier with their like chords, <laughs> that's what it would Nirvana have been. Nirvana was not dirty with their chords. Dur- dirtier and Damn. just like turned it up and like just really went <laughs> at it. That's like the vibe it is. And I love it so much. Okay. And them as a band, they, I always really like a lot of their music they put out anyway. But I think this is comparatively what they usually do because they're kind of like the indie grad rock variety. So a little bit removed from the emo pop punk scene here, obviously, and like the garage emo from us. Mm-hmm. But so it can be a little bit softer at times comparatively. But I think them as a band, I think they're very underrated because they're there and in the scene. But I think because they do become a little bit harder, people kind of shy away from it as much in the indie music scene. I will say I do really like the latest release from Rookie, too, on Bloodshot Records. They've been around for a while. Um, And I actually just realized, like, a few weeks ago, I used to be an intern with one of their guitarists. Oh, nice. Um, Yeah. Nice kid. Nice (laughs) kid. All comes around. All comes around. It's great. I love it when it happens like that. But they're, yeah, I love they're, to see it. <laughs> they're also kind of like a traditional like OG rock band. Like if you just said rock and you thought of like maybe late 80s, 90s rock, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, yeah, it's just straight to the point. Guitars, singing, drums, done. That's yeah. it. But they're great and they're kind of bringing it back to where it doesn't sound like the douchey rock that we all kind of know. <laughs> And identify just a normal straight rock. Like that is the the only thing you can define it as. Okay. Um, But I really like their stuff too. And Joe Bornero's in it. And he used to do a bunch of solo stuff. And I worked with him and put on shows with him before. And his music there was very like pop rock, I guess to say. So to kind of see the evolution is like super cool for me personally. Um, nice. it's kind of like that. Oh, I've been listening to them before they were cool type brag, <laughs> I guess. But it's just really cool to see like the evolution of an artist, especially when it's been like, years of the making. Yeah. Well, nice. So we, we got some, uh, some good music wrecks out there today. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, we don't generally come into this conversation knowing what we're going to talk about because it's just like, let's just let our, like, closed off adult brains like have a communication with another human being for once uh somebody we can't physically see in the real world at all right now uh so it's nice to like chat about music and not like let the world burn down around us it's nice and it's hard to do so because you know a lot of us aren't around people who are listening to the same things or into the same things that we are Mm. right now um at least I'm not. I'm quarantined with my entire family. <laughs> and while that's cool sometimes, because I wake up and coffee is still made for me every morning, which Excellent. is sick. That's what you need. Exactly. Um, when you try to talk about certain things, they're kind of like, 
yeah, that's cool, but I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> it's nice to be able to rattle it off and not somebody be like, yeah, all right. Like, yeah. I need Stop. to calm fuck down right now. <laughs> Stop telling me to turn down the devil music and just enjoy what I'm saying to you. It's, Give it's it a more shot. Of like, it's more of like turn down your devil, not even devil music, turn on your loud screen music and play Journey instead. It's like, I just don't Gross. That's that. that's legitimately <laughs> disgusting. Um, I think we can wrap it up here in just a minute. Um, I want to give oh, what, like what you were saying uh, about community right now. Um, I do want to give a reference to our Discord server. Uh, we are on Twitch, so obviously <laughs> that is connected to Discord, and uh, we have a Discord. Uh, server, which actually right now I'm going to put in the chat. Yes. So if you are in our Twitch right now, you can uh, click on the button there for discord and you can join our discord chat. Um, we just talk about, well, nothing right now, honestly, <laughs> like, so Lizzie and I originally had it as just like our behind the scenes, like we need to communicate and like have like access to stuff. And then we're like, well, let's open this up and you can see like, like if we look at it right now, one of my last messages is, Hey, um, we're going to have some cool stuff here. Thanks for sticking around. And that was in September of last year and nothing cool has come from it. Um, so I, we know that like right now it's just like probably really tough time for everybody. And we want to talk about anything and talk about everything and just like have these kind of conversations going on at any time. Uh, so if you're not familiar with discord, it's just a place like kind of not a chat room quote unquote, but more like a Slack server or like a Facebook group or something like that, where, um, you're just coming together with like-minded people who like emo music and talking about this stuff, music recs and all that. Um, I spent a lot of time today kind of building it out to make it more like what we want it to be. Um, it's possible we could do like some music, like listening through it. So if you're like, I don't know what to listen to right now, we could play, uh, some music through it like that. Um, do you just like click a button and then be listening to our playlist? Um, so yeah, if you're interested in that, uh, go to the link. If you're listening to this recorded later, it'll be in the, the description below. Uh, so you can join that. Um, yeah, I just would love to like, I don't know, talk to people, <laughs> like have, have human interaction with people. What a, what an idea. What a crazy concept. Right now, kind of, but like it shouldn't be. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I can't just like tell you where to go because it's like a specific link, a specific shared link. So um, if you're on our Twitch channel, you see it in the chat. You can also see it in our info, uh, in our stream window. I don't fucking know. Guys, I'm new. <laughs> I'm new here. I'm new every day. Um, yeah. Hopefully we'll see you in there and you uh, want to hang out with us. Um, Lizzie, do you have any shout outs to, uh, to, to roll into the end of our podcast here? Um, just shout out to everyone still going out and being an essential worker because mm -hmm. it's, it's hard big time. Uh, shout out to my yoga instructor who just did her first <laughs> Zoom class the other night because it was yeah. fucking rad. And then she said she's going to make me a mask, which was very nice of her because she Excellent. did not need to do that. Um, <laughs> so I, that's my biggest thing right now. Uh, and be nice to newsroom people. Please don't call us and yell at us because I don't control what people say. I just tell them how it is. 
literally just stop using please. the phone. Just straight up stop please. using the phone to call companies. Please stop using the phone to call companies. Um, I want to give a shout out to... <laughs> Listen, so Lori Lightfoot announced today that all <laughs> liquor stores have to... like No more liquor sales after 9 p.m. So that it's is like, like we're now in like the country. Wide. Yeah. Um, but like everything that's like, you know, you're trying to keep people inside and people just keep finding just another little place to go to and just be at and ruin for everybody else. You're ruining it for everybody else. So like all of you idiots who aren't listening to this podcast uh, showed up at the liquor store late at night, just having too many people in the store. So now liquor sales are done after 9 p.m. I want to give a shout out to local distillery CH Liquors uh, who are doing curbside pickup. And I went last Friday to go pick up some uh, some drinks and you can go during the day. I mean, they'll have to be before 9 p.m. But if you're going to be uh, going out there in the world trying to get, you know, alcohol, uh, at least try to shop locally and, and buy locally. Uh, they are also the owners of Malort. So buy a bottle of Malort. They got the barrel aged. They got the, the Jepson's bourbon. Uh, they got their own bourbon, which is 52.5% alcohol. And like Jesus Christ, uh, it is delightful. It is a delight. Um, they got a lot of options. And if you spend a hundred dollars, then you get a free bottle of their, their Fernet. So it's just worth it. It's just worth it. Like this isn't an ad. This is just him being nice. Uh, (laughs) It's kind of an ad in the fact that they did ask me to say something afterwards and I do support them. I like that bar a lot. Um, So I will do that. I'm also like probably going to make a YouTube video where I try all of the like Jepson's line, like the regular Malort, the barrel aged and then the bourbon. No. Uh, Yeah, that'll be interesting. So. Uh, yeah, I, I just want to support local and like, if you're going to go shopping for alcohol, uh, you should check them out. Um, CH liquors. So that's my shout is get drunk responsibly in your own home and stop ruining it for everybody else. You morons. (laughs) Not you're, you're not morons. If you're going, you get it, you get it. I'm not talking about the same people. Anyway. Um, thank you for coming, uh, to our twitch talk and uh joining the stream and listening to our podcast we are uh just having a good time and hanging out and chatting and we're really glad that uh you joined us to be a part of this with us uh again we're doing this every wednesday night at 7 30 p.m central standard or yeah time yeah central standard time we're, we're in standard now okay cool the the days are blurring together yeah also we should get rid of daylight savings time so uh we'll see you next wednesday uh we'll have bad planning yes alex Alex from from bad planning Planning, uh to play some songs and it'll be a good time and uh from all of us here at the emo so see it works better if i'm like close to the mic now because it sounds good right from all of us here at the emo social club podcast i'm brian i'm lizzie I gotta play the outro music now. Oh god! <laughs> god, I feel cool as fuck right now. <laughs> I don't care. Goodbye. Oh, I hate that. <laughs>